I'm here with my co-host and husband Jeremy as usual and today we are talking to Florian. Florian is a really dear friend of mine. He's a network engineer living currently in Melbourne, Australia. In this episode he talked to us about his job being a network engineer and how he completely fell in love when he was a young adult for IT and computer science and, and network engineering. He also shares with us how Thanks to his studies and job, he has been able to travel the world and live in London, San Francisco, and now Melbourne, Australia. And stay tuned because we gave him a really fun challenge to explain how the internet is actually working. Rosie was blown away by the answer, so stay tuned for that. It's actually pretty cool. And check out the show notes for a really cool website that's going to show you something you might not know about the internet because yeah it's on magic we hope you enjoy this episode Flo, welcome to the show hi how's it going guys i'm so happy you're here um so florian is a dear friend of mine we met a long time ago i'm trying to remember now Uh, in like 2007 something like that probably so it's been like yeah i think so 14 years ago maybe oh yeah i remember exactly when it was it was Same. in the university and the math class, I think. And uh, we were like, what the fuck is talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was sat we behind like, you. And <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then, so, yeah. Quite excited about this episode. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm really going to have to focus not to speak French with you because uh, I'm so used to speak French with you. But I'm going to do my best. Sorry, guys, if I put some French in there, forget me about it. <laughs> um, so, where do we start? You are actually in Australia. Yeah, exactly. In Melbourne, yeah. How did you end up in Australia? Um, do you want me to do like all the story or since uh, we met to till no, now? Just, just how, how, what brought you to uh, Australia? Oh, that's a, that's a long story. Um, <laughs> after I studied in Toulouse, um, I studied so um, I studied like IT. Then I went to London. Then I went to San Francisco for my study. Maybe we can talk about that later. Uh, and then I worked in France, and I uh, was a bit um, like I like to travel, and also I needed a, a new challenge in my life. So. I decided to just go to Australia. Also, another friend of mine um, just moved to Australia and he said, you should come here because uh, he knows me and uh, he knows that uh, in IT and uh, the city and uh, it's pretty safe here. So, yeah, I really love this kind of uh, environment. So I knew that uh, I will uh, enjoy here. So I just quit my job in France and uh, I just jumped in the in a flight and uh, just came in Melbourne it was like uh, five years ago now and uh, so yeah roughly it's uh, just like a, a new life a new page in my life <laughs> was your plan to stay for five years or did you want to stay for one year and see how it went uh, to be honest I didn't have any plan but uh, <laughs> when I say that to my mum my mum was like I know Flo that if you go over there you're not gonna come back so that's why she was really sad yeah yeah um, but at the end, um, um, because with my parents, we are really close and, uh, she knew that if I was going to Australia, uh, she, uh, I was going to, to stay because she knows that Australia is pretty good and the nature. And so, uh, also she knew that France is going really like, uh, the economy of France is not going really well and it's going really, really down. So she knew that uh, I was going to enjoy Australia. And she knew also that if I was going to meet someone, um, I'm going to stay for sure. So that's why she was a bit sad. Uh, I remember like uh, the day before that she was telling me that that uh, if I move to Australia, I know that I'm not going to come back. But Aww. for me, yeah, that was a bit, uh, yeah, sorry, that's an emotional uh, <laughs> part. But yeah, um, so yeah, when I moved to Australia, um, I didn't have any plan for me that was um, I just wanted to to try um, and uh, I, kn- I knew that with my visa I, I had only six months of work uh, so after six months I could stay if 
I have a sponsorship, but uh, if I couldn't have any sponsorship, I needed to come back. So that's why it's, I don't know, I just tried. It was just like, uh, let's let's give it a go. And uh, and yeah, it's, and now I'm still here five years ago and I just got my PR three, four, four days ago. So yeah, now I think I'm going to stay here. And as your <laughs> so, man yeah, wanted, you were getting you're getting married next year, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we moved the date, but yeah, uh, yeah we moved well. the date to uh, 2023 because of COVID. But because yeah, we um, because we could not come, so thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's why. So yeah, um, that's. I, I think plan. it's really interesting because, uh, and we're gonna talk about that, but in France, you were doing something that you loved for a company that you loved yeah and you decided to live in a country you've never been to before i've been From... in 20 i've been uh, in uh, 20 uh, in 2008 something like that. i just okay. went to brisbane to see a friend of mine uh, for two weeks uh, it was really hot i remember and i saw snakes and i'm like oh my god really <laughs> but anyway that was uh, that was a good uh, yeah good two two weeks but yeah that was the only moment yeah, that was it to, to and, and i mean you left like with no plan nothing just because like <laughs> it's really brave you know like it's interesting because you see so many people spending their entire life in an average city doing an average job that they don't really like with people yeah. they don't really like and and <laughs> and but you know it's safe like i'm gonna stay here because at least i've got a paycheck and you know it's it's safe yeah. and everything and i'm okay i'm not gonna risk anything and here you go you you have a job that you absolutely love paid pretty well and everything and like, okay i'm going to the other side of the world and yeah but <laughs> i think i think my my friend john um he played a, a big a big thing in, in this decision uh i'm pretty sure if he wasn't in australia already and he didn't tell me about uh, it jobs it's pretty good here so if I was not working in IT, I'm pretty sure I, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I will yeah. change my mind and not, not. I mean, I would stay in France. But the fact that I have maybe an opportunity to to have a, a good life where you work hard, you have a good salary, and you can live your life, it's pretty good. Where in France, for example, I was working hard, and uh, not at OBH. Oh. I don't know if I can say, but uh, at OVH like... it was fine. <laughs> but uh, uh, when I moved to Amadeus and then I worked for CMA CGM in Marseille, I was not really happy, and uh, that was uh, not a really good uh, like uh, life, good moment because I was working hard, but the salary was not uh, as good as I can have here. So the live, yeah, the, the life was not as good. So that's why I, I needed to change something in my in my life to just have like. Uh, to really like enjoy my life like uh yeah for me we have one life so we just have to uh to to you like yeah to, to just enjoy it and uh i'm really happy now you know like uh yeah so yeah that i don't know good. it's uh <laughs> yeah it's really good it's like uh yeah that's just me uh, i just awesome. need to enjoy my life a uh, lot of sports a lot of nature and yeah, I don't need to think uh, right now. For example, I, I don't think about uh, okay, can I buy that or not? Or for example, for food, I just do it because for me it's really important and uh, I like good food. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, just uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy. It. Good. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go back in time now. Um, you so you grew up in France in near Albi and. Yeah. From a young age, you you did gymnastic. Yeah. When okay. when did you start, and why did you pick gymnastic? It's not the most you know. Most people pick rugby, I football. I don't know, like especially yeah. where you come like, from, rugby is pretty big. Um, how did you I like your question. Gym? I like your question because uh, it's pretty. <laughs> I told yeah. you. <laughs> so um, I did uh, when I was four years old. I think my dad put me in the soccer. I did soccer for four years. And also uh, two years of karate, um, and uh, and then I don't know. One day I remember this day uh, I was so at school, um, a coach, a gymnastic coach came just for a couple of uh, courses, classes, and um, and I did like a, a cow wheel on the beam, mm -hmm. 
And uh, she was like, oh, wow, that's impressive. You should come <laughs> to the gym. And I was like, oh, yeah, why not? And then uh, I went to um, a, like, um, like a demo. Uh, and uh, I was really like, I just enjoy it. And, uh, and then the, the, the year after, I just uh, subscribed. And, uh, and then uh, I just enjoyed. And at the beginning, I was doing just, uh, I think, four, four hours a week. And uh, the coach said, "Oh, you should do more, and maybe we can have a better, a better like a level, a better yeah. You can just do maybe something better." So I started to. Um, I remember, yeah, it was uh, on the Monday just strength, so weightlifting like a cardio, and then all the other days it was just training. So I was training like every day, um, yeah, not not the weekend, but just every day. And um, and I remember in 2014 maybe, oh sorry, 20. Uh, I think I was 14 or 15 years old. I don't remember when was it. Um, I got a message from the the the, the French team, uh, the coach of the French team, and he said, oh, you should come to do some uh, like uh, training, uh, intense trial. training. Yeah, a trial. No, he was really happy to uh, to to invite me to do more training, like uh, the. As they call that, I don't remember the name, but they call that like we train from nine to twelve and to two p.m. to six p.m. and we train, we train, we train in order to uh, like uh, create a French uh, team. So I've done that many times, and um, and yeah, that was pretty pretty intense and really really nice, and I improved my yeah my my skills, and it was uh, a good. Uh, a good time with uh, to to know all the French team of uh, the gymnastic. It was not gymnastic. It's more like acrobatic gymnastic that you um, more we call that tumbling. It's just mm -hmm. like a different. We just do like a somersault and uh, yeah. and it's uh, it was really really nice. And uh, I've done that for maybe ten twelve years. And then I stopped everything for my studies because you cannot live with that. It was just for fun. Um, so yeah. But um, I went to the gym by this uh, coach that I had yeah. at school. So the thing I remember from you is uh, at, at the beginning when we met on the campus in, in, in France, we were chatting yeah. and I think, I don't know, we were walking, maybe going for lunch or whatever. And, and there was a tree in front of us and suddenly you ran to the tree and like you did like a backflip jumping on the tree kind of thing i was like what the oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't remember that but yeah well yeah probably yeah i was like oh, okay what, what what are you doing now <laughs> yeah it was pretty yeah. funny always doing so, random yeah. backflip in a club or on the beach after things also like <laughs> uh, yeah i still yeah sometimes uh yeah i can't do it like anytime i don't know for me it's uh yeah when you've done that all all your life, you know, like you have like a reflex, you know exactly which movement you have to do to turn. So it's like, yeah, probably at my wedding. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was just saying that maybe probably at my wedding, if I'm a bit tipsy, <laughs> I'm probably gonna do one. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward but to yeah. the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, of course, yeah, I've compete like a uh, French championship and also a European championship. But at the European Championship, yeah, I went to Greece for it. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's another level, and I uh, was not ready. And um, I have kind of um, like uh, an anxiety issue, I would say. So when it's like when I play ping pong with someone, when I play fine, when we start to count the the <laughs> points, I can yeah, I kind of like uh, lose my uh, my yeah my ability to to yeah to to do well. And uh, so the European Championship, yeah, I, I did it, but yeah, it was not so so good. And uh, also the level, yeah, it's pretty high. And uh, I think you need to train more. But it was still good. And uh, yeah, French Championship so many times. Yeah, it was really, really, really good. I, I was thinking, you know, what's interesting is that, um, at least in, I'm, I'm going to speak for what I know. So in France, uh, most kids, you know, when they want to play something when they're young like we said they either keep like football slash soccer uh, rugby i don't know handball like all this collective stuff or like some fighting it, 
gym is not the obvious choice. And, <laughs> and, no, and it's interesting because when we are young, we kind of associate gym with girl stuff. And which is crazy because it's actually one of the fucking hardest sports you can do. Like it's so hard. You need so much strength and like it's, yeah. it's not girly at all. Like it's fucking hard. Most people can't <laughs> yeah, well, about it. But it's interesting you have this vision about it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, we were not a, a lot of uh, boys uh, at the training, but I don't know. For me, one thing good at the gym, um, it's um, you work on all your body and uh, you do a lot of strength, but also a lot of stretching. So I feel, and I'm still doing it right now. I'm uh, just, it's. I feel it's so good for your body and you feel uh, good after. And I feel it helps you when you do other sports. So, for example, I don't know, mountain bike, for example, I crashed one, one month ago. And uh, because of the gym, I didn't enjoy myself. And uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I think the gymnastic helps you for a lot of things that you can't yeah, no, imagine. Yeah, like you said, it's not just strength, it's flexibility and everything. So you, yeah, flexibility. It's really good yeah, for yeah. the body. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. It's interesting how we have this thing about, I'm sure like so many kids, you know, wants to go to the gym and I can see the dad mm. saying like, no, this is for girls. Like you should go play rugby and... Like, yeah, 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 no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, totally these, right. Yeah, yeah, things yeah. that we have. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally right. Yeah, you can. Yeah, for example, here the same. You know, when we go to the, when I go to the gym, um, I think I would say eighty percent are girls and uh, the rest mm-hmm. boys. Yeah, so yeah, even the in the adult class that I'm doing still, uh, yeah, I would say eighty percent are girls and the rest, uh, yeah, it's boys. But Just I don't, I don't mind to be honest. It's um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just enjoying it, and yeah, it's just nice. Especially when you know what you're doing, it's uh, even better. And uh, yeah. I don't know. After gym class, I'm just like destroyed, cooked. I'm just like <laughs> I cannot do anything else. I'm just like, wow, I'm ready to go to bed straight away and I sleep. I sleep like uh, like the dead. <laughs> so you so, yeah. you you said you work in IT. Uh, so I remember again, I'm going to go back to when we were together in uni. I think you only stayed for like three months or four months in the class. Oh, yeah. we, we were together because you thought it was shit. You thought it was useless. You were not learning anything and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And you, and yeah, you quit after a few months and eventually you got into another school that, that you liked. Yeah. You are super passionate about what you're doing because you're still doing what you learned back in uni. Uh, yeah. You are a network engineer. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you I try to make it internet better. <laughs> <laughs> you really love what you do and you're really knowledgeable about it. And also I remember like back again at, at this time when we were like 20 or whenever we were that you already knew a lot about it. You're really good at it more than maybe the teacher and that's one of the reasons that you quit the, the first one is that you you were actually really good about it uh you're building like so many websites and and doing lo- i don't know i i, I hated it i didn't understand anything <laughs> at all and you're like okay <laughs> but where is this interest for network and it coming from I don't know, to be honest, uh, I'm going to go back a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I remember my mom asked me, oh, I was thinking maybe we should buy a computer and it uh, should be good too if we start. And I was like, oh, yeah, I will be happy to start. And I remember, yeah, she, she just bought, I mean, my parents bought like a, a computer, a really old computer when you just press start. It was like, <laughs> it was like really noisy and it was like taking ages to, to just start. And then, yeah, I started like um, to try to do some stuff and uh, I was like, oh, let's try to do a website and uh, I learned by myself to do it and I needed like a, um, a subject to talk about and uh, I loved motorbikes so I started to do um, a website for a good rider a motorbike called Boris Chamber and uh, with that I learned so many things, how to do this, this, this and uh, for, I would say, yeah, I would say maybe almost 10 years I worked doing uh, this website and uh, yeah, it was it was like the start. And then uh, I went to, um, an, I don't know, 
what you call that, an association to, to help you to find a way which studies you should go uh, to continue and do like uh, the jobs that you want to you wanna do. And I remember um, my mom was thinking that I was a bit, uh, how can I say that? Yeah, school was not my thing. <laughs> and uh, okay. so that's why uh, she was like, oh, maybe you should do that. It's more like BTS for me. That's not like an engineer, like, you know, it was just like a BTS. So you have a kind of uh, some knowledge, but it's not like uh, as a master. So I started with that and uh, and uh, I found my thing. I found my, my way and uh, was really good because it was really interesting. I was really into it in the and my yeah it was really really good it was two years so um after two years of bts uh, you need to do like an internship and i did an internship with uh, my friend maxim in bordeaux uh, he was working as in, in the company called spi spi communication mm. and uh, at spi communication i just discover kind of a new word and uh, I really enjoyed it so that was the start of network engineer um, and when I started to do this uh, I had some uh, projects to do and I remember it was really interesting and I needed to do some configuration on the router on the switches and it was like wow I love it it's like you talk to a machine and the machine <laughs> is doing what you what you want so it was a uh, it was really interesting that's why after that I said I, I need to continue to have a, a better experiences, better knowledge. So that's why I went to the university and I met you. And uh, for me, it was like, that's not my thing because at the university, for me, it was too theory. You you don't do enough like uh, like uh, like touching, uh, like the code, yeah, like stuff like this. It was, yeah, it was more like a math, French, English. Now, so that's why I talked to someone, um, I don't remember his name, but uh, he, he went to a, a, a school called Superinfo. And the one thing good at Superinfo, it's like three days of school and two days you do what you want. So you can work in a company or you can do nothing or you can do what you want. And the good thing is like you have a little bit of theory and a lot of practice. So I really like this kind of, uh, kind of stuff, uh, kind of class. So I studied here and uh, I really enjoyed it. And the good thing also with this school, you can start in Toulouse and the, the year after you can go to London and the year after you can go to where you want. And I went to London and San Francisco with this school. And for me, that's, uh, help, yeah, that's helping me, that helped me for doing a lot of things and discovering new uh, part of the world and uh, also to uh, meet some people in this uh, area so yeah that was really interesting so this is how i became a network engineer and then after all of this year so i had my master and after my master i needed to do a internship a six months internship and uh, i was really since i studied my website i worked with ovh to host my the web the, the pages for the website boyschamber.com and uh, yeah, I followed OBH every time. I, I felt at the beginning they were like a, a like a small company and uh, really like uh, passionate people who try to do everything to to be online and uh, all the time trying to get better. And uh, and I just I remember I was in San Francisco and I just sent an email and uh, like uh, like a passionate. Like a, like a geek, I would say. Uh, <laughs> okay, I just want to work and I just want to improve and I just and uh, and they just contacted me and I just had uh, like an interview with uh, Guillaume Delab, which is uh, it was my manager um, at that time and uh, and yeah I studied so when I finished in San Francisco I moved to so I did San Francisco to Roubaix, <laughs> north of France. It's like yeah. a kind of. Uh, like that but anyway um, <laughs> and uh, then I studied at OVH so I did like uh, four years in OVH and yeah I just yeah got uh, yeah more and more knowledge when you when you are like uh, so we were uh, managing kind of a European network and we were three in the team so yeah you learn a lot a lot a lot and uh, that's how I become uh, yeah where I am right now right. <laughs> 
I, I don't know if so, Rosie yeah. is going to ask this question. Mm. Uh, I'm so, yeah, talking a lot, she, maybe. It's fine. She didn't think about it, but I've got a little challenge for you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can you try yeah. to explain how internet work for in two minutes for people who don't understand anything about it <laughs> oh oh wow um yeah i can i can try uh, i can try usually what i'm doing i love to do that but usually it's uh, face to face or uh, like you know i'm drawing like on a paper Right. Because when you draw on a paper, it's so much easier to explain. And uh, for example, to my partner right now, and uh, I explain her like with a diagram. So you have like your computer, then you have your box. So it's working with the Wi-Fi. And then from your box, it's going somewhere. For some people, it's going via satellite. So for some people, it's just like magic. No, there is no magic. After the box, you're going to uh, like um, the cable. Um, from your, the provider, and then the provider has got a network worldwide. Uh, probably, for example, I don't know if you're in France, for example, with Orange, um, they have got a network, and the network is connected to other providers, for example, OVH or Google, um, and uh, each um, CD has got a router to route your data. Um, I don't know. I don't want to be too too detailed or too technical. <laughs> it's really hard, especially when you just have to explain by the by the word. Um, but yeah, you just have some router, and those router knows the routes of all the word of the all the internet word. And when um, they when you want to go to a destination, for example, Google.com, uh, the router knows exactly which best route he needs to take to go to the service of Google. So if you are in Perpignan right now, uh, or Miami, uh, the best route will be, for example, Perpignan. And then in Perpignan, you will have like probably a, a bunch of routers who know the route exactly to go to Google in Paris. And then you are you taking the fiber. So everything is connected via fiber, um, really high speed uh, internet. Uh, and so, for example, from Perpignan, you go for, for example, the fiber is going to Montpellier. From Montpellier, you're going, for example, Clermont-Ferrand, Clermont-Ferrand to Paris. And everything is going really fast because of the fiber. But at the end, you, if you don't have router, you don't have internet. So the router, for me, that's the key of all the internet. And the work for a network engineer is to take care of all of that. If you have any enough capacity, it's like a plumber, plumber of internet. You need to have a lot of um, capacity between cities. The router needs to uh, to be like uh, big enough to uh, to have the power to manage all of the data. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you have to upgrade it to fix some issue. You have to add capacities, and yeah, after that you can just route all the data of all the country. <laughs> it's, it's hard. No, it's, it's, <laughs> no but it's interesting because, like you said, like I think a lot of people think it's just magic, you know. I uh, didn't know, for oh, example, yeah. the internet travelled from That's like it. here to Paris. I hadn't, like, <laughs> I didn't know that. And there was also oh, a yeah. cable going like in the Atlantic, you not know, to the US. Like, oh yeah. yeah. See, I, like, I didn't know that. There's so many that. things that people don't oh, know. Yeah, That's yeah. why I was asking this question. So, this... for example, yesterday I just put in production a new link between London and Newark. So for that, we are using, uh, like, a, there is a cable in between the continents. And uh, we just, I mean, my company is paying just one link <laughs> to just have a capacity in this cable in order to uh, share traffic, share data between both continents. So, yeah, everything is in fibers, except if you are using Starlink. But still, Starlink is, uh, is in, the, in the sky, and the sky needs to talk to the ground. Yeah. And then you still have the fiber, so... When yeah. did somebody dig up the road <laughs> to send a fiber from Perpignan to Paris? When did that happen? <laughs> well, sometimes oh, when you see water inside the side of the road, that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, How sometimes. How did they dig underwater? No, but... <laughs> I, don't, I just... I'm, <laughs> my mind is blown. They, I had no idea. There is, there is companies uh, that are working on that every day. They are adding capacities every day. So, for example, right now... Uh, we have a, 
And uh, with the new technology of fibers, in a small cable like this, you can have a lot of fibers. So yeah, it's uh, just, yeah, that's just how it is, how is it? I, I, I remember, I'm gonna try, if I can find this image again, I'm gonna put it in the show notes and on a website and I'll show Rosie. I remember seeing a map of all the main connections between continents somewhere mm -hmm. like you you yeah. can see so like all the, yeah. all the wires in the atlantic and the pacific and yeah, everything yeah. and it's like whoa i didn't know that happened like mm -hmm. but it's interesting the reason i was asking is yeah because so many people yeah. think it's just magic and and oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, why no, just having like a basic understanding of actually yeah. no i i like the image of a plumber like dot pipes everywhere and yeah and data or just the water going through the pipes mm -hmm. and yeah you need pipes to direct everything and the more we watch netflix and youtube and yeah. The more we use internet, we need big, bigger pipes in a sense. Otherwise, it's, it's yeah, going to be blocked. Exactly. And um, it's yeah, a good image right. to, for people to understand. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And there is a website, I think it's sub submarinemaps.com. And yeah, you can see all the cables in between continents. So, for example, oh. Singapore to Australia, Australia to uh, US, US to Paris, US to London. I think it's submarinemaps.com. We are using, yeah. It's a crazy that job that I think most people don't know that exist. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I still and feel uh, like you're both lying to me. <laughs> no, really. No, no, really. I feel like just... I thought it went up to satellites. No, satellites. Coming. If you if you use a satellite, you will have a lot of latency because the data needs to go up and go down. So, mm. yeah, it's not as fast as right now. So, for example, right now we are talking to each other. I'm in Australia, you're in France. Uh, usually the traffic is going via the US and then France and then going to Perpignan and all the time we are talking like this so it's like a really fast because of the fiber. If we use the satellites we will have a lot of like for example I'm talking and you receive it like a, like a delay. second yeah. after yeah with a delay so that's why it's uh, yeah without fiber yeah you won't have the same Okay, anybody listening who also had no idea how internet works, please let us know. Send us a message on Instagram because I can't be the only one who doesn't know how internet works. Here you are. I, I knew, like, I had to add this question for you because I know that would be surprised. You'd be surprised. Well, thank you for explaining to me. Honestly, thank you. Oh, it's a pleasure. I love, I love to, um, when I'm at work with a new guy coming in the team, or, yeah, I really like to present this to explain because uh, yeah, it's like a, a passion to explain because for me it's a... Uh, it's well done. It's like mm. uh, the people who think that it's really good. Of course, yeah. we it's like just a, a big image, but you have so many other little uh, options that you can add to improve the network. But mm. yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that right now. But, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's amazing, though, is that you found your passion at such a young age. I feel like a lot of yeah. people, like Jeremy said before, will work a job because it's well paid. It's close mm. to home it's easy whatever but i love that you found your passion at a young age and you've run with it because it's it's very hard for some people to i mean me and jeremy True. stuck not knowing what we're doing and i think there's a lot of people who are like that so i don't know yeah no for it's, sure it's I, yeah i, I know uh, but yeah i don't know i find my way and uh, yeah i know some people are not like this but yeah, um, but I know also some people, for example, my friend John, he, he loves a system administrator. Or, and uh, and usually sometimes I remember when we were in Paris together, sometimes we could uh, spend like hours to talk about IT and he was telling me about uh, administrative stuff and uh, I was talking about network and we were like uh, sharing a lot of data. It was Geeking really out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With some drinks, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was good. But yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. So you mentioned that you went to London and San Francisco. And, and Greece. And also that you went to Greece, you said that? Didn't you say that? Oh, well, not Greece. Yeah, I, I went to Greece for holidays, but also for yeah, the European yeah. Championship, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, for gym, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you ended up in Australia because you like traveling. Where is this interest for traveling coming from? Is that something you did you travel with your parents as a child, or you just Not, came out of nowhere? Like th 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 that's that's a funny question because in the family I'm the only one going out of the of France. All the other in my family stay in France. 
okay, they can go to Spain a little bit sometimes, but yeah, they don't take like any plane or stuff like that. Even my sister doesn't travel at all. I don't know, to be honest, I think one day I just started. I don't know, maybe I went to London and I'm like, oh, that's fine, that's good. And I don't know, to be honest, I have no, no answer on that's that. That's super it's interesting because. Like, and do you wonder why? Because sometimes like, I'm the same. In my family, I'm the only one who traveled. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, why? Where is that coming from? When <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember, like, when did I start one day thinking, shit, I want to travel. I want to go to Australia. I want to go somewhere. Because no one in, I think I, I don't even know how many people have a passport in my family, you know? Like, um, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's, uh, that's because of, um, you know, as I, t I told you, I, I've done a website for a rider. This rider was paying me a little bit to come to some races. So maybe he started with that. I uh, started to, to love to, to move, to go, to discover. Uh, maybe also my grandfather loves to move not far from his house, but he loves to discover, to go somewhere that he doesn't know. And maybe uh, I studied, uh, but with a bigger picture. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, that's why I was going to Italy a lot uh, to just uh, for some race, but also resting like uh, during the weekend. So I was traveling a little bit. Uh, then I was going to Germany for, for this rider as well. Uh, so maybe it started like this. And then uh, same, I went to Australia and uh, I really liked it. So. And then, I, I don't know, to be honest, I have no idea, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you went to England, America and Australia, which are all English speaking countries. What do you uh, think were the main cultural differences for you in terms of, I don't know, I think a lot of people think that because places speak English, they must be quite similar, but we know they're not at all. Yeah, no. What's your experience oh, in no. terms of cultural things that are different between the three? Well... I remember that uh, I loved Lin London. I stayed like uh, one year and a half for my studies and I really loved it, even if the weather was really crap. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know the, the fact, I don't know, that's, that's a good question. But for example, when I went to uh, London with my school, I remember my friends wanted to do like a big flat chair. And uh, I said, no, I want to go there to learn English because I like to speak English. Uh, I like to, to learn new words, new, new, um, new sentence, new, new expression. So I, I went to London and I met this um, mate, this, this guy, John, and uh, he lost France. And, uh, and he was uh, every day, I remember he was coming when I was eating and he was talking to me all the time. And uh, he was trying to help me to improve my English. And, uh, but yeah, I don't know, to be honest, uh, why English? I feel because I was happy and I knew that I could speak English a little bit. Uh, where if I was going to Germany, for example, I was like, I, I can be lost if nobody can speak English. So mm. that's why I always targeted like English a country, probably. But in terms of, um, uh, culture that's uh, different and uh, the fact that I was a student also was a bit different uh, I couldn't live a life because I mean when I was in London for example uh, the students were only French so mm -hmm. it was uh, pretty hard to, to to learn a new culture I was just having uh, I mean it was just like different when I was at home talking to John um, it was pretty weird he was eating weird stuff like english people probably does i don't know <laughs> i was like okay that's different but yeah when i was in san francisco the it French was uh... guy, one minute you say that english people eat weird food and you guys eat snails and frogs legs so no i think that's more that's only in paris when you eat frogs. jeremy eats snails oh really okay for example in my family never we ate um, really yeah. Never, yeah. Frogs, nah. Oof. I don't think so, no. Oh, never. And also snails. <laughs> Frogs never. is a legend. We don't do that. Yeah. Frogs is a legend. <laughs> Maybe more in snails Paris, no? True. Yeah, but... For tourists. Yeah, I mean. it's just a tourist stuff. Like, I've, I've never yeah. bought in the supermarket any frog's legs in my life. Ever. Oh, yeah. And I'll never yeah. do it. <laughs> 
Okay, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. And then uh, I went to uh, San Francisco, and uh, I was with a like it was a big flat chair, and uh, yeah, we were. I don't know. For me, it was not uh, a big difference. Uh, I don't know. It was. I mean, we were only young guy, young people from Mexico, French, and uh, also American, and uh, it was not. Uh, I mean, everyone was doing. Everyone were doing like uh, their life. Probably we were just talking mm. sometimes, but uh, I was dealing like a French, like with uh, really time, where the others uh, were eating like when they needed. And uh, for me, that's crazy. It's like here in Australia, for example. If today, for example, I talked to someone, it was three p.m. and he asked me, "Did you have lunch?" And I'm like, "Of course, I'm French. For me, <laughs> lunch, lunch, lunch. It's at twelve or twelve thirty." At three? No, for me, it's uh, I don't follow the rules. I don't know. It's crazy. I cannot have lunch at three. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny. But now now it's crazy because Tess, my partner, she's just following when I mean she's following my rules because she yeah. knows that I have a breaky uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And uh, yeah, I just changed a little bit before I was um, eating dinner at uh, at seven thirty eight. Now I'm eating around six thirty-seven because you know the in Australia they're eating pretty early, like uh, I would say in French, uh, like the chicken. But yeah, it's uh, it's another it's <laughs> another culture, but I don't mind. Uh, yeah, to be honest, and, yeah, yeah. And d what? Which city did you like the most between London and San Francisco? Ha, <laughs> ha. Oh, oh. Because they're both for the I mean, weather, San Francisco. San Francisco but, oh yeah, well that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and we fight hard. Uh, maybe San Francisco because it's pretty nice, and uh, I love motocross. So that's kind of the the country for the motocross uh, riders. And uh, but London is cool as well. So oh, to be honest, yeah, <laughs> it's a tough one. So, but since I maybe that's weird. But since I I. I arrived in Australia in Melbourne. I now I, tr I, I always compare Melbourne to the other city. So when we come mm. came back to um, to um, the USA in 2019 with Tessa, that was different. I didn't feel I, I was like, oh, Melbourne is is better. For example, so many um, oh I don't know the word, uh, so many. Um, homeless people in San Francisco more than before when I was mm -hmm. going there and uh, I feel I felt really unsafe over there and uh, yeah that's uh, that's uh, yeah pretty yeah not really good um, when I came back to London it was still the same and I really enjoyed the city and uh, and the people it was really like a lot of people around it was even if it was uh, after oh no it was before Covid so yeah it was really really nice um, so yeah if i have to find uh, to choose one maybe san francisco especially for me in it it's close to silicon valley and uh, you can just have a, a work pretty easy if you have, uh, yeah but uh, i really like london as well so yeah i would say san francisco but yeah it's it's not so easy so you're now in melbourne and jeremy <clears throat> told me recently that you bought a plot of land to buy a house to build yeah. a house congratulations yeah. Is yeah, your plan you. to stay there like forever or is it the next five to ten years and then we'll see? Like, is there anywhere else in the world that you would like to live? Um, I think uh, for me, no, yeah, I think we're going to stay in Australia, especially when we're going to build. Um, my partner Tessa is a pilot, so it's pretty hard, especially in COVID, to find probably a, a, a job overseas. Mm. So. And uh, pretty happy here. So yeah, the, no, I don't think so. I'm gonna come back uh, to Europe, except there is an issue of I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I think yeah, I'm gonna stay in this uh, beautiful city. You got everything you need over there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. For for the moment, yeah. Even if uh, sometimes it's not easy with my family, far away. Uh, we just call each other every weekend, so yeah, I feel it's fine. 
And, uh, yeah, that's do, the only thing about Australia. Is just just yeah. so far from everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. especially like but, Europe. Uh, and just yeah, before before COVID, I was coming back two or three times a year, and uh, sometimes uh, yeah, I was seeing. I mean, my parents were were like, "Oh, I see you more often than than my mom." So yeah, sometimes yeah, that's uh, yeah. When there is no COVID uh, happening, yeah, I can come back like pretty easily so and i don't mind to to fly for 25 hours (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of covid how has it been in australia because we've seen in the news that they shut down when there's one case like how has it been actually living there and being like there's one fucking case let us live our lives like it's so funny to see the difference with that in miami (laughs) yeah because miami was closed for three months and then it was open, even though there was like 30,000 cases a day. It was like, yeah, you can go to the beach, you can do what you want. And then you have one case and the whole country gets locked down. How has it been actually living there? Uh, so, yeah, I, I feel like to it's crazy because last year at the same time, same once, we, we were in lockdown. And uh, we were like, oh, it should be fine next year. But no, it's we're coming back to lockdown again. And uh, that's crazy. And so... It's just annoying, and uh, there is no protest, protest like uh, we have in France, in Paris. But uh, still, so a lot of people are annoyed about that, and uh, I can feel that the difference between last year and this year, people doesn't give a, a crap. Like uh, they're just mm-hmm. like, uh, for the, for example, today on the road, like so many people, and uh, but it's a bit annoying for people. Like uh, they have got a, like a shop, they have to close, and uh, they cannot make any money so for me that's a bit annoying for that because i feel like yeah it's not really good for the economy um but uh, i don't know what to say yeah it's uh, for me covid uh i'm working harder to be honest i'm working more yeah at work it's crazy like i'm doing more more hours than before uh, and the rest uh, yeah i'm a bit sad because i cannot go out i cannot go like for a mountain bike ride or for gymnastic because everything is closed but then uh, rather than that yeah it's just life and i don't know they're waiting 70 percent or 80 percent of the vaccine mm. uh, to to yeah to just open everything but i don't even know it's, uh, and you said that big... Tessa isn't um, a pilot. How was work for her? She must have pretty much. So she's uh, so or... yeah. No, no. Uh, the good thing is she's a pilot for uh, freight. So she's carrying like uh, packages. So for that, oh. nothing has changed. And sometimes she's working more. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. So since I know, uh, yeah, since I know her, she moved to uh, Quintas Freight. So, yeah, she's working the same. Nothing has changed for her. Okay. When you went to Australia, so you said you had a six-month visa to start with. And, yeah, yeah. and well, you find a job, so you had a, a sponsorship, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And, and you, you were able to stay longer. You just received your permanent residency a few days ago. I know you didn't have any plan when, when you went, but... After, like when, when you first got a job and you and you saw that life was good over there did you did you think from the beginning from when you got a job that you would stay permanently or it's more like oh. because you met someone and 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 now like you, you met someone from australia that you think i'm gonna spend my life there or even from the beginning like you were like i fucking love this country i'm gonna do everything uh, i can to live here because i just love it uh, Oh, it's hard. Um, when I just arrived, it, the first thing was first you need to have a job. So I got a job in two or three weeks. I remember uh, I sent like almost fifty uh, resumes around like all the all the companies, and uh, and yeah, after I started this job, and at the beginning I was like, oh my god, it's so hard because the people were like blah 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 blah. They were talking so fast, and I couldn't understand, and nothing was were clear like. I'm like, what do I need to build? I need to build an infrastructure for the file management. But what do you need? What do you have? I don't know. It was like a mess. And I feel like, uh, yeah, I was working for the government and it was like a mess. And no people were working like intense 
they were just here, like they were working like two hours a, a day. And I was like, wow, that's different of what we like, uh, like a France. So I just, um, at the beginning, I was just, you know, I had like some, um, some targets. So the first target was to get sponsored. When I got sponsored, I was like, okay, cool, I can breathe, and I have a sponsor, so I can just think of what I'm gonna do. Um, and then I uh, had like a, uh, up and down, and then and then my old uh, CEO from OVH contacted me, and he said, oh, if you want to come back to the team, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, no worries, but uh, I'm gonna stay in Melbourne. He said, yeah, no worries. So we moved my visa from the government company to uh to OBH and then I started to OBH again back to the team and continue to uh, to work for OBH but I think it was just after I would say one year when I was really comfortable when I was really like enjoying here Melbourne when you can feel like it's safe when it's not really dirty when you can just enjoy gymnastic when you can just uh, I love the mountain bike around all around Melbourne. It's like a lot of mountain bike parks. So I just enjoyed it, and uh, more and more I was uh, in the city. I was enjoying it. So I was like, oh yeah, that's I think that's that's a, a good life. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, city to 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 live. So yeah, I think it's just um, I don't know. More and more you stay in the city, more and more you want to stay. And then I, I met my partner and. Uh, yeah, now I think yeah, that's uh, I'm staying yeah for sure. So yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's uh, th th to be honest, there were no plan at the beginning. Uh, I was just enjoying it and uh, just try to to learn new things, uh, and then yeah, it just yeah, like this. Yeah, nothing really planned. It's so cool that you. I'm really happy for you that the, for the fact that you know you. I mean, it's really cool to see someone doing a job. He loves in a place he loves having know. you know things <laughs> around that he loves doing um and just being happy like we are surrounded so many so often by negativity by negative oh, yeah. stories about you know it's either i hate my job i hate this like and especially mm. in france like with so much negative vibes i feel since yeah, it's always been like that. Uh, it's nice to hear people that can have like what they want, you know, in the life and and be happy. Yeah, with it. Uh, I totally understand that, but uh, of course I have some downs sometimes. For example, yeah, I, don't know if I can say that. <laughs> yeah, but for example, right now I enjoy what I'm doing at work, especially especially because I have a like a, a peering role specific, and uh, that's really what I wanted. The only problem sometimes is because the difference between Australia and as I'm working for a French company, sometimes there is a big difference between Australian life, I would say, and the French life. So sometimes there is some um, disagreement, like we argue sometimes with my manager because for me, he's not so technical, so he doesn't understand how, uh, how I work. So, yeah, sometimes it's a bit annoying the difference between France and yeah. Australia. But after that, I try to, um, to, to, to just take it easy and uh, just try to enjoy. And I really enjoy it. And uh, yeah, on top of that, I'm doing what I like uh, as a sport. So, yeah, it's pretty good. And the people here are really nice. And they don't give a, a crap, I would say. They don't give a shit about your accent, about if you come back from France or, or not. They just take you as you are and uh, that's also another because at the beginning when you arrive in a country like this you feel i mean i was like this you feel like a stranger you don't mm -hmm. speak the language properly you have an accent so maybe people can look at you like weirdly and uh, yeah and uh, at the beginning i was really like uh, i was a bit shy now i don't i don't care now i don't care and i just sometimes when i grab a coffee i make some jokes like i would do in france so yeah, it's uh, yeah, I really really like it. For mm -hmm. Yeah, good. Uh, sorry, I'm just talking too much, maybe. But <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I've got it's one really last question for you yeah. before we close the episode. Um, yep. It's a question I ask every guest, Oof. every time. 
if you could talk to someone dead or alive that you think is the most interesting person ever <laughs> who would you pick and why <laughs> we're giggling because like, we can uh, see his reaction <laughs> um like uh Anyone? Anyone. Anyone. Oh. Uh, wow. So I can talk to one person. Wow. Dead or alive. Wow. You can pick whoever you want. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Sorry, I need to think about that. Um... <laughs> It's not as easy as the others' questions. Um, I think, uh, wow. Well, uh, maybe that, I mean, that's maybe someone that you probably, I mean, you don't know probably, that's a, a network architect from Google. He worked mm -hmm. for 14 years uh, to build uh, the infrastructure of Google. And for me, that's, I would love to spend like four, I don't know how many times with him to just talk about how it is, how it works. And uh, I really, lo really love that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, his name is uh, Nicolas and I think he lives in, in Sydney. I met him once, um, one time in, um, I think two years ago. Uh, but you know, when you talk to, I mean, when you see him, you're like, wow. This guy knows what what is he doing, <laughs> but you cannot talk to him like really. So yeah, maybe I would I would pick him. Um, but it, yeah, it's but it's just I don't know. From my mind, just right now, I just have him in mind. But probably in ten minutes, I will be like shit. I should have said that. But, <laughs> Did you freak yeah, out when you met him? Sorry. Did you freak out when you met him? Yeah, I remember. Oh, it was a. <laughs> Two years ago now, I was having lunch and uh, he just arrived. I was like, shit, <gasps> wow. And you know that this guy, you know, he's a, he has got like a big uh, aura. Can I say aura? Yeah, like a yeah. charisma. He's like a wild charisma. And like, he knows what he's doing. Of course, yeah. yeah he, and when you talk about a subject, he knows a lot of things. And when you look at him and you're like, okay, you know, you know that uh, this guy, you can spend a lot of time with him and talk to him and you're like, wow, I think you can learn a lot. But mm -hmm. yeah, um, I'm thinking of him. But yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, there is so many other people. Like I'm pretty sure Elon Musk as well. I would love to talk to him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, I feel yeah, so many people. Another one, Valentino Rossi as well. I would love to talk to him. To, talk about that but yeah you said just one person i think it would be <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer because it's somebody that we haven't had before so i like that i like when we get different people every time yeah. and i think can i just yeah go on can i can i just ask you which person do do they speak about for example other people yeah um anyone i mean Oh, yeah. We had so many there different is... answers about uh, okay. There is no yeah, like related one, to work, uh, related to a job, related to a passion, related to families, okay. related to yeah, anything. Music. Yeah. Okay. It's always Music, interesting yeah. to see. Like I, I think it's interesting that you picked someone. Oh, I have another one. Rela <laughs> related <laughs> to your job, you know, uh, and, oh, yeah. and your passion. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know why. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but of course, I would love to talk to Armin van Buren or Tiesto, of course. But yeah, you know, so many people. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's so crazy. So if you want to know who everybody else chose, you'll have to go ahead and listen to all of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm saying that. I'm like, uh, yeah, to push people to go as well. Yeah, so everybody listening, if you want to know who everybody else chose, go ahead and listen to the episode. It's always the last question that we ask if we remember. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Florian, for doing this um, podcast episode with us. It's been really yeah, great to get to know you. you more and more about your history and and, in and understand the internet. And understand the internet. I still feel like my mind is blown. I still don't understand. But thank you for giving me the basics to. Which like, I didn't, didn't realise. Yeah. I honestly didn't realise it was all connected. Like I thought it was 
Wi-Fi stuff. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But maybe one day I can just, like, uh, draw a diagram. and uh, You can give so me a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> oh, yeah. With pleasure. Yeah, let's do it. Um, maybe I can be available tomorrow at 6 p.m. Is that okay? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Cool. Honestly, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. If people want to get in touch with you, ask you a question, whatever, no worries, yeah. where is the best place to find you online? Uh, the easier, easiest way is to just go to florianvalet.com and uh, this is a, there is a redirection to LinkedIn uh, and they can just contact me on LinkedIn or off to you guys uh, or also on Twitter it's uh, Flo Lupo uh, yeah I can just uh, give you all the details yeah but uh, I'm really happy if someone is contacting me and if they have got any question yeah I'm pretty happy to to answer yeah that's uh, no issue I'll link the website in the show notes so people can just click and get in touch yeah. it'll be easier yeah no worries yeah all good thank you guys thank you my friend yeah, that was really fun you. yeah really fun really Thank you so much for this episode and thank you everybody for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you did, you can leave us a review if you haven't done so already. It really helps us out with the podcast and we'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you come back and we'll speak to you then. Bye. Bye-bye.